friends! On this episode, we're recapping the Netflix holiday catfishing rom-com, Love Heart. The committee is divided on whether this one goes on the naughty or nice list, and the inherently problematic setup is the least of what we disagreed on. Spoilers ahead! Hi Meg! How are you? I'm good! This is your favorite time of the year. It is. And I'm warming up to it. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. I'm cooling down to it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but I love Christmas. I love Christmas music. I love watching shitty Christmas movies and decorating. Are you all decorated up? So I made a wreath yesterday. I upcycled a thrift store wreath that had ugly pine cones and tiny brown apples and weird stuff on it uh-huh. and used a bunch of fake plants that I'd had lying around because I tried to make this backdrop that I don't think worked out super great. We did the Christmas tree. So I think that that's as decorated as our house is going to get. How about you? Yeah, we didn't do any exterior decorations this year because the thought of going out in a month and taking them back down was crippling to me. Mm-hmm. So I just... <laughs> I'm like, I'll put a wreath in the door that'll last me till February. (laughs) Yeah. I don't blame you. I have in this house have never done Christmas lights on the outside. Yeah. We normally have little window boxes in the front and we put little sparkly candies, Mm -hmm. (laughs) giant candies, which is very on brand for me, (laughs) but I have to pluck them back out and take all the red berries and stuff off. And I'm like, no, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what are you drinking for this Yuletide episode? First of many. Well, not first of many, but first of many recapping Netflix movies. Yes. I am drinking a combo that is a favorite of mine. It's Abuelita hot chocolate Mm -hmm. plus some golden milk powder. Oh. So it's chocolate, cinnamon, ginger, turmeric, cayenne pepper, black pepper. Wow. That's a really interesting combination. I want to try that. It is really good actually, because it's like, I feel like it's healthy ish because of the golden milk, but it Mm -hmm. really just tastes like chocolate. Nice. (laughs) It's great. What about you? I'm just having a boring, um, apple cider that I put some star anise and a cinnamon stick in. So not much to it. I made in the microwave. You don't choke on the full size cinnamon stick that's floating in there. <laughs> yeah, it might be at the bottom of the glass. I'm rotating it and I cannot find this bitch. <laughs> Segway, a family that does go all out on the Christmas decorations mm. is the Lynn family from the movie oh, yes. that we are recapping today, which is Love Hard. Mm-hmm. And that's a new mo- one to this year. Yes. Of all the movies that we are recapping this year, where does this one fall on your ranking? And we have not yet watched The Princess Switch 3, Romancing the Star, because we are saving that one for the princess party. Yeah, I have a feeling. Okay, so Princess Switch 3. The first one was like goofy, not realistic, but just like a fun time. Mm -hmm. The second one was batshit crazy. It was. (laughs) So the third one is going to be unhinged, I think. <laughs> I predict that the third one will be the best one because it's about the slutty triplet. 
and she's slutty because she like wears red lipstick yeah and (laughs) has blonde hair and has blonde hair (laughs) so she's a slutty one so that'll be the fun one so I'm I'm opening myself up to the likelihood that that will probably be like four of four mm-hmm. <laughs> so love hard is is right there at the bottom for me okay it was very fine what about you I think that love hard might be my number one <gasps> I am appalled to hear this <laughs> And Eric has been watching these movies with me and he, after Single All the Way and A Castle for Christmas, still says the first one was my favorite. Okay, that really hurts my feelings because I think Single All the Way is delightful. Single All the Way is delightful. I feel like right now A Castle for Christmas is at the bottom, even though I did enjoy it a lot Mm -hmm. because it's the least relatable and the one that I had the most questions about oh yeah and then single all the way and love hard are pretty even to me okay all right but they but they scratch different niches yeah okay I'm gonna tell you why it's low on my list but I guess we'll recap first Mm -hmm. so it gets some context love hard stars Nina Dobrev who plays Natalie Mm-hmm. she's a writer for a buzzfeed type website and she has a column about her disastrous online dates so think how to lose a guy in 10 days how to lose a guy in 10 days carrie bradshaw any number of romance and love and sex columnists that we've seen in the media throughout the years but this one's actually the most realistic one because i feel like these really frequently updated sites like buzzfeed that mm-hmm. just exist on clicks would have someone who like their whole job is just writing this column. Yeah, yeah. And, fair. you know, maybe creating quizzes and stuff. If, if you work at BuzzFeed and this is completely wrong, you can let us know. But I imagine that there's more room to do a devoted, this is your beat thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she, it's pretty much all her boss wants her to write. He doesn't yeah. want her to write anything else. But then she matches up with this guy who is played by the hot guy from Never Have I Ever in an age-appropriate role. Yeah, Paxton H.Y. <laughs> Paxton H.Y. I don't know the actor's real name. It's Darren something. Hmm. I want to say Darren, very cute. Darren Chris is not it. But it's not Darren al- Chris. He's also cute though. <laughs> okay, so Meggle Barnett. Google. Barnett. Okay, Darren Barnett. They start talking on the phone. They have this great time getting to know each other, but they never FaceTime, not once, which Mm -hmm. would be the only time in the history of Christmas movies on Netflix that there wasn't (laughs) a FaceTime scene. A FaceTime scene. They do love that. Yes. Especially a laptop FaceTime. Have you ever FaceTimed someone on your laptop? No. Yeah. Neither have I. So... Her friend warns her, you might be getting catfished. Right. And she settles for a photo as proof, which, you know, still we are in the same predicament that we've been in this whole time. Yeah. It's like him holding a note that says, oh. hi, Natalie. Which I'm like, bitch, have very, you ever heard of Photoshop? <laughs> very easy to Photoshop. Yeah. So her boss is kind of like, 
I only want you to write the disaster dates. And it's kind of shitting on the idea that she might've met the one. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh yeah, well, I'm gonna go fly to surprise him for Christmas and I'll show you that. Which is chaotic evil. The dumbest thing I've ever heard anyone do. Mm-hmm. I did like the note later in the movie that clearly she has an unstable but functional relationship with her employer where he keeps trying to fire her and she continues to show up and he just <laughs> lets her. Mm-hmm. So so at least I'm not worried in hindsight about her job. Yeah. Being on the <laughs> line because she absconds to where? A place. A place? <laughs> I, I want to say upstate New York somewhere. Oh, really? I was thinking like, well, okay. So they are on opposite sides of the country and she's from LA. Yes. Somewhere in the Northeast. Somewhere with a very tiny airport that loses her mm-hmm. luggage. Mm-hmm. so she impulsively flies to see him she meets his family first they're very oh josh has a girlfriend they're surprised mm-hmm. and then josh shows up and he is not paxton hy mm-hmm. he is an average looking and kind of dorky guy played by comedian jimmy O'Yang. Mm-hmm. side note mm-hmm. during this whole movie eric just kept saying that's a perfectly like conventionally attractive man it's true to me yeah he's cute yeah if you gave him a different haircut and took the glasses off and put him in an outfit like what he wears in real life I don't know like he has a very creative look when you see him on the red carpet Mm -hmm. you know bomber jackets and stuff and cool prints so anyway she rightfully freaks out on him but she's kind enough to do it away from the eyes and ears of his family which is better than what I would have done Yeah, but you also wouldn't have invited yourself to someone's family Christmas without any discussion. I sure have you. Hell would never do that. No. (laughs) No. It's deranged. Completely. So after she beats him with like the lawn Jesus, Mm -hmm. she runs off to the local bar so that she can get drunk. And then she sees the real guy from the mm-hmm. photos Paxton HY walks in mm-hmm. and she's like okay so he's real even though yeah. she hasn't been talking to this guy she just assumes that the personality is gonna match up because she or, has been having phone conversations yeah. with Josh maybe she doesn't care maybe she doesn't point. care I think she just wants some action maybe it seems like she thinks that it's she thinks in a cinematic way. She thinks in a love story way. She mm. thinks that it would be a fitting narrative for the guy who was not the guy she was really talking to to actually be her match. So she decides that she's going to impress him with the most effective mating dance that there is, <sighs> which is a sexy karaoke performance. Because that's worked always 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 (laughs) works like a charm she downs two shots and then she starts doing a very erotically charged performance that's undermined by the fact that she is having a severe allergic reaction because she is allergic to kiwi and there clearly must have been kiwi in those shots as soon as she mentioned in the cab that she's allergic to kiwi it was like Chekhov's kiwi yeah and (laughs) she mentioned it 
three whole times. Really? I only I only noticed it once. She mentions it before she leaves LA or wherever she is. Mm-hmm. Mentions it in the cab, mentions it again at the bar. I only caught the cab one. Yeah. I was like, all right, we get it. She's gonna have an allergic reaction to Kiwi. Mm-hmm. Let's fucking get it over with. So Josh shows up at the bar because he had tried to track her down to talk things out and sees that she's having this allergic reaction. The fact that she hadn't noticed until she looked in the mirror. That enrages me. Yeah. Also the fact that she was coughing, which also is a thing I don't want to hear and see now in my experience. (laughs) Yeah. But she was coughing, then gets up there and can sing perfectly fine. Then once she sees that her face is swollen, somehow does not feel it happening then she can't breathe. Mm -hmm. This is bullshit. (laughs) So she passes out as Josh is trying to find her EpiPen Mm -hmm. and he takes her to a vet because it's the nearest hospital. As she deserves, in my opinion. (laughs) Why does she deserve to go to the vet? I don't like her. You don't like her? I don't like that character at all. Okay, that's fair. I think that's my problem. That's fair. So they get to talking and he's like, look, I can set you up with the real tag. I can be your Cyrano de Bergerac. And all I ask of you is to continue to be my fake girlfriend until Christmas. And then we can stage a breakup after you leave because my family is like actually paying attention to me now. Yeah, which is really fucking sad. Devastating. (laughs) She agrees to it, even though it's obviously a terrible idea that turns into a complicated web of lies. Mm -hmm. So they tell Tag that she is Josh's step cousin. Right. Mm -hmm. And then Josh impulsively proposes to her because she advises him that the next time that his very cute but narcissistic brother tries to hog the attention to just steal it back steal the spotlight back so how does josh do that he impulse proposes to his fake girlfriend who he had catfished yeah i hate it yes thank you i hate it (laughs) hate it very much so despite all of this uh they get to start they start getting to know each other for real and really hitting it off and having a great time together they have great chemistry and their sense of humor is mesh. And she asked him, you know, do you still have your original dating profile photos? And is trying to tell him, you know, you, you have all these things that women want. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, but I've tried to put that out there and I got nowhere. Mm-hmm. Which here is the part where the movie is very divisive and we can get into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is also a cool, interesting, sensitive person. He has this passion project of making these scented candles because he thinks that there is a big market opportunity for scented candles for men. And that's Mm -hmm. just a branding issue. And they're really good candles. And he is really good at soothing Natalie, who seems to constantly feel anxious and have a lot of fears like fear of heights which is great because she's learning how to rock climb to Mm -hmm. impress this other guy and he helps her to get centered in herself and pushes her quite literally when she needs to be pushed but also helps her to just you know find 
her own strain mm-hmm. in a really beautiful way. But she's still going on these dates with Tag and pretending to be someone she's not, pretending to like Thoreau, even though she thinks he's a pretentious jackass, Agreed. pretending to be outdoorsy mm-hmm. and eating meat, even, <laughs> even being willing to eat meat despite being a vegetarian, which. Yeah leads to this big blowout with Josh where Josh tells her you are pretending to be all these things to get this man and how is that any different from what you what I did to you and you were talking to me on the phone I'm still the same person same personality that you were speaking with and had all these things in common with like why can't you see that the only thing that he lied about was the way that he looked everything else was real Mm mm-hmm so they end up walking into a surprise engagement party at the restaurant owned at the steakhouse owned by tag's parents yeah and tag is there and they are trying to not be the center of attention at their engagement party so that tag does not find out and so that their lies don't all come undone and natalie ends up confessing in this big speech, which I would have taken the family aside and told yeah, hate them it. privately. Hate because it. that's embarrassing to the family and they didn't do anything. It's like, oh, I'm going to make this grand gesture, but it's going to feel shitty and humiliate everyone that I've been the recipient of goodwill from. Mm-hmm. Nothing but goodwill from Josh's family. I mean, they treat yeah. her better than they treat him. It's not that they treat him poorly but the fact that his brother just takes all this attention is really yeah disgusting and it's not fair to tag either he's been no like completely betrayed yeah tag is not a bad guy which i really thought this movie would make him out to be a bad guy mm-hmm. he's just not for her yeah to me there is a clear bad guy and that's and natalie natalie <laughs> So she, after she confesses, she leaves, but later she realizes that she does want Josh. Oh my God. I love Josh. (gasps) Oh, what a reference. I'm delighted. Then she does a love actually to profess her love with the note cards, which I've never seen love actually, but I know the backstory of those cards. And when I explained to Eric, the context of that very famous oft reference scene, he was like, what the fuck? I watch Love Actually every year and I do not endorse that storyline and I hate that ending. Mm-hmm. So it really didn't stick the landing when they were referencing that. I mean, I know it was sweet because he loves that movie. Mm-hmm. But so he loves that movie. Why? He <laughs> loves Die Hard. Just so that you know that she's not like other girls. I wondered if that's what they were doing, but- I like that they made her basic enough that like it didn't feel like they were doing a not like other girls. Okay. And I use basic with the utmost respect as a basic bitch. Yeah. Things are basic because they're, they're good. People yeah. like them. <laughs> yeah. No, her, her one quirk is that she thinks Die Hard is a great Christmas movie. And mm-hmm. that's not necessarily not like other girls because like I fucking am obsessed with comic book superhero movies and I'm in high school thought like I was not like other girls but yes I am very much like other girls other girls are amazing I (laughs) like them very much so um 
it's on the it last seems very much happy for now to me mm, yeah but thoughts thoughts yes but I want to real quick note that in the last note card she gives him a thumbs up or thumbs down to mm-hmm. circle and gives him a marker and he takes the note card away from her and he's writing on the back of it and she's nervous and doesn't know what it's going to say and he turns around and says yippee kaye motherfucker yeah that's... in reference to die hard and right. it's really cute and then we see them the next morning being like super adorable over breakfast the family celebrating christmas together and like you said seems like happy for now mm-hmm. i think that they're going to work out but give give me your thoughts tell me tell me everything that's that you're feeling tell me all your feelings <sighs> um well for one thing they live on like opposite sides of the country from each other mm-hmm. and it's I know that in the beginning it was like exposition exposition they're on the phone all the time montage but like what do they super have in common I wonder and what is his life plan I mean oh he wants to do the candle thing but like he hasn't taken any steps toward it but now he's going to have time to take the steps because he's no longer going to work for his dad he's going to be completely self-employed he could be based out of anywhere he could be Yes. They're probably, maybe I'm wrong about this, but there might be more warehouse and distribution options in Los Angeles than in his small town mm-hmm. or near his small town. I know that a lot of distribution is in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. So I'm aware of that, but it does feel like he, he'd be able to get the things that he needs yeah. in Los Angeles. And being self-employed run the actual paperwork side of the business himself that he could have the candles ready to go and have someone ship them out for him yes so I'm gonna go ahead and say that I'm also gonna go ahead and say she works for a company that is all digital and Mm -hmm. post-covid she can probably persuade them to let her work remotely but I don't see her wanting to live in that town long term. But what about like the nearest city to the town? Maybe, maybe. Yes. Uh, I just don't see. So, okay. Last year we watched Operation Christmas Drop. Mm-hmm. And at the end when they kissed, I was like, mm. No, no, they're not going to be together after this. You guys should just be friends, I think. (laughs) And that's kind of how I felt at the end of this one. I did not feel chemistry between them. And I did not find Natalie to be likable or have redeemable qualities. The only scene that I like between them as potential romantic partners is in the back of that car when they're stealing all the newspapers that have mm-hmm. their engagement announcement. Mm-hmm. That's when she's saying, you know, you have all these like winning qualities and he doesn't want to hear it. And she's, you know, building him up for a change because he's always building her up. I like that. And I, what about the scene there? where she's smelling the candles and she picks up on all the candle notes and he talks about his grandfather. I was sweet, but it seemed friendly to me. Well, love is built on friendship, Meg. I know that. I know that. I'm just saying I didn't feel it. You're, that's fine. 
You're being mm-hmm. a grumpy and I'm being a sunshine <laughs> and that's fine. <laughs> I'm okay. Full disclosure. It took me like four days to watch this movie. Holy shit. <laughs> Because I would put it, I could only really watch it in like 15 to 20 minute increments because I found it so cringe. Mm, okay. I yes. was like, oh, I can't take this. And I would have to pause it. And it yeah. was like, Ugh. okay. All right. Well, it that's fair. I can totally see that. And mm-hmm. as we get into our nice and naughty list, I read the Screen Rant article and I had skimmed the first paragraph before watching this movie and Mm -hmm. decided I'm going to find this article later after I've seen it and see how I feel about it. And the big naughty in this movie, Mm -hmm. obviously, is that he catfishes her. And this Screen Rant article, which I'll link in the show notes so you can read it, it's really short and you can make your own opinion about it, is that it suggests the dangerous message that catfishing may lead to true love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah, um, not good. <laughs> However, as like a consumer of media, I had not seen a catfishing romance before, especially set at Christmas time. So that was something that was like a little different than the mm-hmm. usual Netflix Christmas rom-com. And it kind of also suggests that like two wrongs make a right in some way. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I don't think that's great messaging. Mm -hmm. However, the demographic of people that I would be most concerned about catfishing is not the demographic that's going to watch the movie, I don't think. So you think older people catfish more? That and just men (laughs) okay 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 yeah yeah yeah. I get you so here's my thought about it my thought about it is me Liz human being Mm -hmm. feminist completely against catfishing would have left would definitely not have stayed in this dude's basement bedroom with him wouldn't have gone in the first place wouldn't have gone in the first place let's say Mm -hmm. that but I like that the setup allowed for an exploration of all the ways that we lie to potential partners. True. And I don't know that that point could have been driven home as well, if not for something as obviously deceptive as catfishing with a photo. Like if he had catfished all of his interests and catfished Mm -hmm. about you know, like use a voice modulator or something Mm -hmm. or plagiarize things, that would have been different. He just lied about how he looked. Yeah, I don't think that the movie works if he modifies really anything else. Yeah, totally. It would not work because what we're seeing is, yes, he lied about his appearance and appearance is part of attraction and it's valid. It's not shallow and vapid to be attracted to someone physically and then get to know their personality. However, mm-hmm. it is true that she wouldn't have looked at him twice with the profile, the way that he had it with the ax murder photos. Yeah. But then, <laughs> but then you get into the whole, oh, women don't want nice guys. Women are shallow thing. Mm-hmm. However, I don't feel like the movie is trying to say that. I think you could mm-hmm. definitely get that out of that. Yeah. 
But I think that Natalie legitimately wants a nice guy who has the traits that Josh has. Mm -hmm. But she is used to playing this game a certain way, which is why she's willing to lie about herself to tag. And what she does is not worse than Mm -hmm. what he does. What he does is definitely worse. It's definitely worse to catfish someone. But she's also trying to present herself in a way that is disingenuous. Do you disagree? Or is there a nuance here that I'm missing? I I think that what she's doing is more disingenuous because she's like getting intel from someone behind his back about Mm -hmm. him instead of learning about him and then using that Mm -hmm. to like modify literally everything about herself he has no idea what she's like actually Mm -hmm. at all and with josh there i think that he eventually would have come clean Mm -hmm. frankly if she hadn't just showed up on his doorstep unannounced he was being honest other than the photos Mm -hmm. yeah i think that you make a valid point that he was just trying to find someone. Mm-hmm. He was trying to, you know, get some kind of traction. She was specifically yeah. targeting one person mm-hmm. through deception. And yeah. and yeah, the fact that she wanted to go after this guy, again, is just weird because she, is he, weird. he didn't exist. She didn't know him. So, and everything that she found out about him, she was like, oh, I don't like that, but okay, right. let me model myself to that. Yeah, I don't really get what her in-game, her desired in-game is. Mm-hmm. Like, does she just want to get with him for the sake of saying that she did actually hook up with that guy that she saw the picture of? She doesn't seem to enjoy her time with him that much. So I'm like, mm-hmm. why? I don't understand. Yeah. Okay. so. That is obviously an ongoing conversation. We would love to know what you think about it. Again, not excusing catfishing as a real life action. Mm. However, as a plot device, I think it is interesting. Yeah. 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 So Meg, do you have anything on your nice list? Yeah. I mean, I love Harry Shum Jr. He's like so cute and he's an excellent dancer even though his character is like just a straight up asshole in the Mm -hmm. the movie. I loved Josh. I thought he was just cute as an effing button Mm -hmm. and um, I loved like his interactions with his parents or his dad and it's his stepmom. I believe stepmom yes. Yeah Um, and again I loved that scene in the back of the a car when they are like hiding from the newspaper delivery boy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know. It's a tender moment. So I like those things. And obviously I, you know, chose to watch this movie of my own free will. (laughs) (laughs) There was something there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What about you? On my nice list, along with the things that you mentioned, I like them singing baby it's cold outside. Mm-hmm. but singing so I missed the setup of this because I was in the middle mm-hmm. of like tying pipe cleaners to a reef um <laughs> but she's singing the usual lines and he's singing a different version where he's saying like okay yeah go please leave yeah yeah um poking fun at 
how the song is creepy and rapey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's taking that part out of it. And they're the fact that they have this great back and forth and they're both in on the joke and enjoying themselves is really cute. Yeah. I liked seeing the small ways that people support each other. Hmm. The ways that Natalie picked up on family dynamics and tried to help him through it without being super pushy about it, but just yeah, that's you know, true. saying like, have you noticed this? Maybe try this and mm-hmm. how he understands how to soothe her. And when he was reading her favorite poem to her, was yeah. it a poem or a story that her dead mom TM used to <laughs> read to her? Dead mom dead TM. Mom TM. <laughs> We've got to do a bingo card or something that's like all of the tropes that repeatedly pop up in these. Definitely having a musical number is one. Mm-hmm. If they insist on having a, an otherwise non-musical movie, there's always one musical number. Mm-hmm. And Dead Parent mm-hmm. and uh, Laptop FaceTime. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so how about your naughty list? I feel like I belabored it. <laughs> okay. So I'll just give mine. Yeah. I'll just give mine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Come to the grumpy side for a minute and just tell me what your complaints are. Uh, criminally underused Harry Shum Jr. and Paxton HY. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they gave them nearly enough to do. No. And I would have liked to see him, you know, get his own like hint at a happy ending because he got real screwed over in this movie with no kind of resolution. And Mm -hmm. if Natalie and Josh are going to be together, then he's going to have to see these two fuckers (laughs) (laughs) on the regular in his hometown. I feel like the message of the movie is that he's hot enough, so it's fine. (laughs) And then the fact that Josh and Tag used to be best friends and Tag got popular and Josh didn't, and that's why they stopped being friends. Nothing in the way that Tag treats Josh suggests that he just dumped Josh. Yeah. As a friend. So I want to hear more backstory on that. And for this to have been like a true happy ending for me, I would have wanted to see them have a conversation mm-hmm. and maybe come to terms on what had happened in their friendship. Mm-hmm. And I also would have liked to see an epilogue beyond the next morning because what is gonna happen when she has to go back to LA or wherever LA or wherever (laughs) yeah and also what about his shitty brother and sister-in-law's baby and are they still gonna continue being horribly shitty and how's the family gonna forgive her for Anyway, yeah. yeah. Didn't Josh say things like, you know, you and Tag will be in love by Christmas and married by next Thanksgiving and baby by whenever? Mm-hmm. I want to see that for her and Josh. Suggest yeah. that that's on the horizon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, one more to add to the nice list that okay. for some reason you and I have forgotten to mention up until this point the fucking grandma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Josh- In the dating advice seminar. Yes, Josh <laughs> has a hot grandma. <laughs> and the hot grandma is, well, she readily takes her heirloom ring off her finger. 
to give to Josh to propose to his fake girlfriend. Uh, She loves love. She talks about how she wants to get on the dating apps too because she has a friend who's gotten on there and has seen more ass in a church pew. (laughs) And then she brings them to the nursing home because they all want to learn how to online date and she wants to teach them. Mm-hmm. So she brought in two experts and she just seems like who I would like to be when I'm older. <laughs> she's involved in her community. She loves her community. She wants to do good, but she's also horny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so a naughty is that we didn't get enough of her. More ass than a church pew. More yeah, ass than I a died. All right. So that's all I've got. Um, Meghead made the amazing suggestion that we come up with alternate titles for the movies that we recap. And I am horrible at naming things. So Meg, do you have anything? Okay. My suggested title. Well, first of all, it took me a while, like an embarrassing while to figure out why the movie was named that. (laughs) I literally figured it out as we hit record. Yeah. It took me until after I was finished watching the movie to put that together. And I was like, Ooh, love hard. Like what's this fucking name? Sounds like a porno. Um, so I would call it, let's see. Mm. It's going to be a long one. Like it'll have a colon in it. Like, okay. Yeah. Go for it. A Christmas catfish or a catfish for Christmas. Colon. Um, how to be the worst version of yourself and still find love. <laughs> I don't know. I like that. Um, I have some terrible ones bopping around. Um, how about you'll be sorry <laughs> that you watched it, that you watched it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that doesn't work. Um, how about all I want for Christmas is truth. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay. Mm-hmm. All I want for Christmas is truth. Yeah. 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 Although it does sound like it's going to be like a much more gravitas. Yes. <laughs> and it does not have gravitas no. at all. No, no, no. Uh, how about, I want to do something with Christmas presents, Christmas surprise. Ooh. Okay. Um, for some reason, I was thinking Tinder was the night, but I don't know where I was getting. <laughs> what is Tender was the night? It's a, it's a novel, I believe. Tender is the night. Yes. Oh, F. Scott Fitzgerald. Maybe something like Secret Santa or something <gasps> like that. Because oh. the identity is a question. Yeah. I like that. That could work. Okay. okay so that's the best that I've got. So. All right. Very good. Jolly good. All right. (laughs) Would you recommend watching this one? I would not recommend watching it as like a full attention watch. I'd be like, oh, put it on in the background while you are wrapping your gifts. Maybe that's why I enjoyed it because that's what I did. Yeah. I don't think that it works if you give it 100% attention. (laughs) It becomes excruciating. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I don't regret watching it. I'm a, I'm a solid. I'm like, solid. should you watch it? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would say yes, you should watch it. 
I actually liked <laughs> Natalie. <laughs> I wanted to because I fucking loved Vampire Diaries and was very into Nina Dobrev. But you know, maybe I was just in the wrong mindset. No, you don't have to make any excuses for not liking something, Meg. It just was not for you. That's fine. It's not for me. It was for me because sometimes I like to be intellectually bankrupt. (laughs) (laughs) Just as a nice little like break for my brain. Just a quick vacation from rational vacation. Yes. Ah, a quick vacation from rational thought could also be an alternate title from the, for this movie. I love it. All right. So if you follow us on Instagram, you know that we added another movie to our lineup. We are going to recap single all the way. So this is going to be kind of a double feature because this will probably be released two in one week. I would say. So we're going to double up for this one. So if you want updates on when that is up and when we're covering the rest of our Christmas movies, you should follow us on Instagram at makeoutalreadypod. We have a website, makeoutalreadypod.com. We have merch. It is beautiful. It is amazing. Thank you to everyone who has bought merch so far. We are so excited. And if you have it, please take a picture and tag us. We would love to see it. Oh my gosh. Yes. And we'll be thrilled. Yes, so much. And we will have all those links and other places that you can find us in the show notes. So until next time, air kisses. <laughs>